Welcome to Unlocking the Fitness Industry. I am your host, Jake Abel. I'm a two-time natural pro athlete, and we're going to find the best way to get fit, to enter your competitions, and to look your best. So, here we go. Let's get into the episode. And it has been some time. I've dusted off the mic, pulled it out, plugged it in, and we are back. Um, so quite a lot's happened over the last little bit. Um, mostly I've been working head down, ass up, uh, focusing on YouTube, focusing on documenting my prep, documenting all those type of things, and put kind of podcasts on the back burner, especially with COVID, all of those type of things. Um, it was good to really kind of utilize while everyone was quiet doing things like that. But now, while I was in prep and doing a lot of traveling and building my house and businesses and things like that, I think it's one of those things of putting things on the back burner, coming back to them. Um, you're going to come back fresh. You're going to come back. Um, I've pretty much d- done this with YouTube, done this with Instagram, all different types of things. Um, and focus mainly on one, go all in on that one platform, and then switch and swap as you go around. So. That's probably where what the last little bit is, why I haven't uploaded in a little while um, on the podcast type of forums, but I'm pretty much everywhere. So if you're across Instagram and all things, um, definitely now we've got a lot to talk about um, from the last couple of uh, weeks, especially that I've been working months and months for to kind of bring in a competition package after four years that was going to beat my world title winning package in 2018 and I well and truly did that and that's why I've kind of been waiting to do this kind of podcast here with just me um, until I kind of practice what I preach. It's an easy talks cheap while you're kind of on the journey and doing things like that. That's why I like documenting it through YouTube. If you haven't gone and seen the YouTube, it's all up there Um, and then now we can kind of talk about it and get to the nitty-gritty parts of prep and kind of while my mind's still fresh and I've still I kind of say unlocked the cage and the tiger's kind of come out of the cage and has attacked this prep and it's full competition competitive mode um, and then it kind of now trying to get sneak it and bait it back into getting back into the cage again and lock up and go back to work and do what we do in off season to kind of like everyone even now like coming after my last two wins is kind of being like well like you've done so well you look amazing and all that but what they're only seeing the point of the iceberg they're not seeing the 15 years of training eight years of competing the they're only seeing that final package so if you are new if you haven't listened to any of these podcasts before um if you've only just started to kind of come on and kind of found me in the weeds of life and things like that go back have a listen of everything there's a lot of lot of content if it is through podcasting youtube things like that um of the journey and yeah it's been been a crazy one looking backwards so the main thing what i'm going to talk about and what i want you guys to pretty much take out of my current state at the moment of where i'm at champion mindset where it is how i run myself through prep while it's all super fresh in my mind i've just come off um my last show two days ago so Super fresh, that's why I want to document it all now. Um, And that's pretty much starting out. So if you haven't seen the results, I set my goals out. I wanted to beat the last physiques. 
that was the whole gameplay. I didn't really care too much about other people. I didn't really care about where I was going to compete. I didn't care about anything. It's just my competition was me for this whole prep. Um, and that's like, I learned so much through this prep of pretty much like my own self-confidence, my own um, battle within myself of just instead of focusing on other people and external factors and all these different things, it was this pure battle against myself. And I knew I went to freaking hell to work and get to where I did on my last show. Um, I worked bloody hard and I knew the effort that I needed to take. And I needed to, from the outset, before even starting the prep, I needed to one-up that. So I pretty much dived head head on, like um, went at it like a wild man, and I kind of gave myself that I have no excuses not to do this. My lifestyle is quite flexible with coaching and things like that. Um, so I gave myself these no excuse type of barriers and that anything that did come up, I had to overcome it as quick as possible. Um, it's short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. That was pretty much where I've come from it. Um, it's funny when you do take quite a while off like that four years of building and I'm a big believer in my on off season is my on season so I'm still training away my food's still clean it's not just like I flick off a switch um, I'm growing for what I have done over the last month um, in preparation for that so the prep is like you could say that it was a 16 week cut but it is four plus years of working on bringing just this package in before anything before that. Um, so the biggest takeaways I think is definitely if you are a first time competitor, if you are a long time competitor or have done a few shows is not rushing it. I think having that four years off, I brought, was able to bring in an amazing package of three kilos heavier. Um, that changed the way, exactly the way I look by so much. So I see competitors compete back to back seasons, 12 months off. You really, the long term competitors is like I think everyone's so short-term goal orientated that they need such short-term goals um, and a competition is easy to put that in there but you want to put it on a long term you don't want to sacrifice your potential amazing physique over a two to three year period instead of just uh, like putting it every six months every 12 months or something like that and in saying that it's not that three years of just completely flicking the switch off and you're barely training and eating anything you freaking want um, to be honest, like I can count my days off in the last four, four to five years on pretty much one hand, um, that I have days off. So it is pretty consistent the whole way through, um, to get to that point. So when I started this prep, that's pretty much my whole expectations of winning. Um, they weren't there. I didn't really care. Like if, even if I placed third over the last week, um, I knew I did everything that I could have done to be in that position and get myself into that position so I didn't really care too much at all so it was I knew where exactly where I wanted to be external factors were completely out of it and that kind of took a lot of pressure off I think like I was a lot less stressed I knew that really the best competitor if I could beat what I did in 2019 I knew it was going to be a good package like focus inwards and the rest will take care of itself um, so that was my major goal and yeah, 100%, I ticked that out. So setting that up, um, I found, I don't know, I'm the type of person I find prep relatively easy. I quite enjoy it. I get like hyper productive 
from prep in other aspects of business, in life, um, in ideas and things like that because I think every day you're pushing your potential and when you push that, that potential to a certain amount, you're kind of like, oh, cool, all right, I've success, successfully done this for a day, a little endorphin hit, what else have I got to do? What well, I want to, and it's like almost can, like you, you get addicted to that thing of like, oh, tick that, I trained in the morning, I pushed through something hard, what next, cool, what next? And I found day by day I'm getting way more productive, I'm getting less distracted on the kind of small things of just scrolling on Instagram um, and doing things like that. So for a mental thing, my prep is insanely good. I feel my best. I am functioning at all-time highs. Um, so that is one number one thing that I think that comes along with getting that whole prep thing. Um, champion mindset training, to be honest, didn't change too much between all of it. Eating, I think like I was saying this one of my clients, it's funny, like I was pretty present the whole way through my eating because I eat pretty clean in my off season, I think the only difference between prep and not prep um, in the last like four weeks, under four weeks, it gets a bit crazy, but pretty much four weeks out, the only difference between my off season and on season was about 120 grams of oats, 40 almonds and a yogurt. And that was pretty much it. Um, so that's where I don't get cravings. I don't get these big sugar hits and like wanting to go and gorge into chocolate and like things that I'm missing out on. And in my off season, yeah, I do have the odd occasion grilled burger and um, maybe when I'm on holidays and I go and enjoy things, but I don't put a very high kind of priority on like those type of cheap meals or like junk food in a way. It's not, for me, I am enjoy training. I enjoy the functionality. And I know if I go out and have ice cream and some shit food, the next day my training's lacked and I know my strength drops and things like that. So um, I don't know. I think I've put that in my head that in the end, if you want the if you want to perform like a race car, you're going to have to put high quality fuel in. And I think anyone that's trained long term understands this and they know exactly what they what I mean when they're not they they notice straight away. It's like when you go and have a big bowl of pasta, and in the afternoon you're just sluggish, tired, and just like what the hell? I just want to go to bed. Um, so that is a is is something I think changed for me big time, um, and what I learnt through that, and that's I think importance of off season um, structuring that. And if you struggle to do like set such like four years, I want to get back on stage better. Is still setting short term goals into that mini cuts, uh, strength goals, things that you are achieving. So it's not just even going to shows like watching shows, getting involved with the community. Um, doing that so you still keep your finger on the pulse you can see what's happening um, you know the standard of what's happening within the shows and then building upon that uh, COVID off season I think that's been the only excuse anyone's really ever had um, for gyms and building excuses from that I was lucky that I adapted really fast and pretty much built a gym um, with what I could with, around me and things like that um, and it was rough for the first couple months, but yeah, I ended up by the end having a fully blown gym set up. So that was, again, uh, I was fortunate that I could like afford to do that and get into that point. But it's getting to the point now, I think that um, people are starting to train beyond COVID and things like that. And conditioning with competition, especially in the natural over the last couple of months is, I think, resilience levels and things like that. People are just getting a lot slack. And I know... I've had a few chats with some of the natural bodybuilding coaches and things like that. And there's some pretty like 
mundane physiques getting up and I think it's people it's a mix of people wanting things quick mixed in with kind of people giving up quite easy or not knowing the effort that it takes to get up on stage in relatively insane conditioning um and it's all good like if people are getting up for a goal like that's completely thing they've had these huge weight losses and i've coached people that do things like that um but people that are saying that they want their pro card and they're going down this without understanding what that what it takes to get the pro card what it's not just a 16 week cut it's the years and years of foundation and building upon that um that definitely definitely builds into that um the biggest thing I think I found which came out of this season more than anything was self-doubt. Like, um, And it's funny, I've competed, this was shown 18, 19 this season, and I'm always nervous, always two weeks out, have the, that voice of self-doubt coming in. And it's like, you're not lean enough, you're not big enough, you're um, doing all this. And this is normal, I think, with every single comp prep, always. You're always going to have this like voice in the back of your head that's like, oh, you need to be leaner, you're not good enough, you're comparing yourself. Um, and it's funny because I was so like focused inwards, but I'm comparing myself to my old photos. Like, oh, I think I was leaner here and that, and I think that's just a normal part of prep. So really the prep's easy, and I say this so often, and it's just like in the end it's a nutrition and diet plan. That's the easiest equation in the world. It's when everything else turns to shit with it. Like you've got your... Um, mindsets, your mental welfare, the self-doubt starts coming in, your fatigue, uh, getting to the points where you're through peak week and you're feeling like absolute shit and you're like, oh my God, I've got four more days of this. And it's four days doesn't sound like a long time when you've prepped for 16, 20 weeks to the like everyday person. But I think when you're in that position of it's just you're feeling that average, four days feels like a lifetime. Um, so I see where people can break down, pull out, have these binges and things like that. Um, and it's just having, again, your mind ready and bat like battle ready for when these things do come up that you can be like, all right, be, the, be quiet, shut the fuck up. This, we're going to keep pushing on here. Um, and I think that's just a part for me of experience of having like 18 and 19 shows now under my belt that it's like, cool. I know exactly what this is. Self-doubt comes in. It, I, I acknowledge it and be like, oh, okay, this is my self-doubt. All right, shut up. Let's go. Keep going. Um, and don't pay too much attention to it. In the last couple of weeks, um, you're going to have those feelings of one minute you're going to look absolutely shredded and beast. And then legit, 10 minutes later, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so fat. What the hell? Um, and that's just a part of exactly what happens with this comp and, and this game. Um, I think the biggest thing also to bring up, um, what I do see a lot and even with my own clients is like, is understanding that you're doing this for you. Doing it as your hobby. Like, you, this is a hobby. Like, it does take up quite a lot of your life, but that doesn't mean other people should suffer. You shouldn't bring other people. Use your moods and break down to other people as well. Um, and I think... A lot of people take it out on the world that they're forced to be doing this type of thing. And it's like, in the end, this is something that you should do. This shouldn't take up your whole life. It does take up quite a lot during um, those on seasons. But you should be balancing this with off season, having the flexibility and going out and enjoying other 
um, sports and hobbies and travel and all these other things that do lead into what you are doing in the competition world as well. Um, I see the competition, like the gratification, the um, external goals, all the trophies get to a lot of people's heads um, and they kind of like almost put themselves above other people or all this kind of stuff or they just want these goals so much for themselves that they forget that there is an outside world around and this comp preps isn't just when you're prepping and you're getting on stage it's not just affecting you it's affecting your partners going on the same journey your uh, parents and people around you are also on the same journey and watching it even though they're not physically probably doing it and going after grass on the squats and grinding their ass out on a stairmaster they're still like getting an effect from you either positive or negative like both ways so it's being mindful of that and um having the position of like letting your partner know what's going on and i think for me this prep's been again like so super easy just because montana's killed it through like having her and her understanding and giving me, me space and i'm so chill anyway like space if i need it and allowing me to put the time into the gym and um take focus probably like a little bit of like more focus on me like helping me film things looking at posing and doing things like that which probably wouldn't be normal in the every relationship um because there is more of the spotlight kind of on me versus us so it is understanding that and getting the right people around you and even just educating them and getting them to understand what is the go on that and when they do you do get up there and get on stage and they're watching and they should be just as proud because they've seen the work you put in and the work that you've put in together collectively. Um, and I think that's like the most beautiful thing. I think one thing I always tell to new people signing up and doing comps is like, this is going to be one of the hardest things that you do, but it will be the most worthwhile, like 100%. Even every prep, this last prep, I've learned so much about myself, what I am capable of, my confidence within um my methods and things like that plus some amazing people and amazing feedback of just how i held myself as a person and sometimes i think you just need a shake up like you get too stuck into forgetting that this life is just weeks turn into weeks and you're just plotting along not doing anything there's no spikes or anything like that and i think just sometimes you just need a shake up that to do something really freaking hard um and really kind of prove to yourself and push yourself that this is exactly what i do and for me this is a part of what i do like for getting back after four years even just proving to myself i can do it like get to that point where my relentless mindset's still there my work ethic that's sickening is still there um and as soon as i let that tiger out of the cage it knows how to go to work and nothing gets in my way and nothing stops me um, and that's just the point, like, in, in the end, if you watch my YouTube things and all of that, it's just, I'm laser focused the whole way through as soon as I set myself a goal. And that's the other thing I think as soon as for me, I've learned about myself more than ever. Once I set this goal and I get this date in my head on prep, it's happening. Like it's, it's already happened. It's like, uh, there's, there's no way I'll prep through and then pull out halfway through a show. It's like, all right, you're getting up on stage at this. If you do not want to be fat and let yourself down, let your team down, let everyone around around you down, you better turn up. Um, and that's absolutely the game of it. Um,
going between preps, I think in between shows, that was my level up point. I was pretty much coming all in for that A and B show. And then one week later had the NBA state show. I had two kilos between both of those stage, um, both packages. So I dropped two kilos in that one week. In my head, I got up, looked at my package and said, yeah, I can, like my whole goal now is to put it all in in this two weeks. Like I've come this far. I thought this was the finish line. You kind of trick yourself that you get to the finish line and you go, psych, you've got one more week. All right, like I could have done whatever anyone else does. I, I won that show. I could just be like, I'm just going to cruise into this next one and, and hope for the best. I was dead opposite. I was like, all right, I just bet myself. Let's go even harder. And I want to make sure that I utilize this week. I'm like so close to my next show. Let's absolutely double down on everything. My cardio upped. I cranked it um, through the roof on that. And I just, I don't know. I think that's my mental illness of <laughs> sickness going, all right, let's absolutely push the hell out of it and squeeze everything out. And it all paid off. In the end, it's like hard work will always pay off no matter what you do. Um, so it's just putting it in and, and I've seen it time and time again is knowing when I stand on that stage, I did not miss one second on that like cardio machine, did not miss one rep when I was training, squeezed every little thing out. And I don't need to worry about anything else because I couldn't have done possibly anything. And I always think that right before I get on stage, I kind of think to myself, I'm like, I want to go out, do my posing in pure confidence. If you watch me pose, it's, I command my attention up because I've got that confidence in, I've got nothing to hide. I've done everything within my power. The judges can go whatever way they want, choose whatever they want, because in the end, it's it's just a part of my kind of being of, I'm dotting my T's, crossing my I's, no, other way around, crossing my T's, dotting my I's, and not letting anything uh, stop me from that point. And I think that's that once you connect that mind and body together, you are freaking unstoppable. Um, and then even now I'm sitting here thinking of like what I did there and achieving that. And now I'm sitting there and I'm like, cool, I've achieved it. What else can I do? All right. What is next? What's my next thing in? And it's not as much as being like, okay, I need to do another show and do this like right away, but it's other aspects, business. What am I doing next in life? What am I doing here? How am I going to do this in my relationship, family? How do I connect with other people? What's next? What's next? What's next? And I think, this has been my whole career of what is next. Once I hit it, Ninja Warrior, doing things like my competing side, building the businesses, coming from all this, building my house and things like that, that I'm always at this point of like level up, level up. And then you kind of almost get to this point where you start talking to people and look back and you're like, fuck, it doesn't even feel like I've done any of this because I'm so focused on what's next. I'm never really looking back. Um, so that, that's my best advice. I think these are my just current thoughts and rambles on um, between this podcast. I think it's a good way to start this season. Um, I do have a list of some insane people that I want to get on this podcast um, that are going to give some absolute amazing value to you guys. If you're competing, if you're lifestyle, if you're just along for the journey, um, there's going to be so much value coming in the next couple of weeks, months, and years. Um, but... That's it. Let's absolutely get it, guys. Um, let me know if you do have any questions. I want to do an interview of a breakdown with one of the judges anyway um, and talk on that. If you want to go in more into the competition side, let me know. If you do have any other questions, I can do a question and answer down anyway. 
Let's get back to it. The fitness industry unlocked. We are back.